Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Nothing New, featuring Phoebe Bridgers from Red, Taylor's version, from The Vault. Just such such a mouthful. Lots, long title. Long title. Mm-hmm. And today we are on to our first O song. Yay, new letter. Only the Young from the Miss Americana documentary. Only the Young was released as a promotional single on January 31st, 2020. Taylor co-wrote this song with Joel Little for the Miss Americana documentary. It only came out in 2020? 2020. Wow. It feels like so long ago. It was like Miss Americana COVID. (laughs) Yeah, but like it's still pre-pandy there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pre-pandy. Exciting times. This song has never been played live yet, because we haven't seen Taylor play live in so long. In a very long time. But we did get to see her perform snippets of it in the Miss Americana documentary. Right. So, Devin. Yeah. What do you think about Only Be Young? I think that this song is a great credits song. Mm. People are leaving the theater hearing a fun bop as you're leaving and you don't really have to pay too much attention to it to like like it and to get what it is you know mm. and and as you're leaving it's kind of like this earworm kind of thing and it's just like only the young only the young mm. and so you're leaving the theater and you're like wow why do i have this line only the young stuck in my head oh because it was the song that played at the end of the movie mm-hmm. it was kind of like when we were in the mall that one time and that jonas brothers song was playing and i had no idea what it was but yeah. it just was so repetitive and terrible over and over and over again but i love it so much yeah you had to look it up i had to look it up and you're a fan of it i'm i'm a fan yeah i'm not as much of a fan of this song mm. i can really love repetition when it's used well. I think that I can get on the reputation train. I love... Repetition. Repetition train, not reputation train. <laughs> I think I can get on the repetition train a lot of times when it's used well, but for this one, it's just a little too much. Mm-hmm. Only the young. Only the young. Mm-hmm. Only the young. Only the young. Only the young. It's, it's That's just the song, you know? I appreciate the sentiment. Of this song and how much power a figure like Taylor Swift has. I mean, if she asked for people to start bowling because she likes it, you know, a hundred thousand people would start bowling the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it that like bowling alleys all across the world would start seeing an influx of <laughs> of you know, thirteen she to twenty year olds. She doesn't have to say she likes it. She just has to be caught like on video bowling. going bowling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, on yeah, on TikTok or whatever. I think that using your voice to try and affect change is really good. Mm-hmm. I also think that there are way better political songs that have been written throughout yeah. throughout history. Yeah. I think that Taylor could have really written an incredible song. And this one kind of was a swing and a miss for me. Mm-hmm. I think that the verses are great. I think that they obviously are hinting at the feelings that she has about the political climate and about yeah. the po- political climate during this time. Yeah, not necessarily hinting. It's kind of It's overt. very, it's overt, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think that she could have done much more here. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it is a good credits song. Like, while the credits are playing and you're reading it and everything, like this song playing over it, you're like, oh, wow, okay, this is kind of catchy. This is kind of good. It's kind of like Eyes Open from the Hunger Games movie, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I see that. Which I also didn't feel that strongly about. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. I think that Taylor being political is a good thing because she can affect change. And she has such a wide net that she can cast mm-hmm. over a swath of people. Mm-hmm. I know that Gossip Gab is going to probably talk a lot about this, but I just think that if she has so much power in that voice, then then I think that the song should be powerful too. Mm-hmm. And this song just kind of isn't that powerful. Yeah. How about you? What do you think of this one? So I, I really love the Miss Americana documentary, and I also, you know, love the awakening of political Taylor. Um, you know, I'm really proud of her and this growth and like, you know, the way she fought with her team to be able to start speaking out. Right. And I think it's like super important for anyone with such a large platform, um, especially someone who can reach so many young people. So I'm like, I'm very glad about all of that. And, you know, because of all of it, I really want to love Only the Young. And like, I love what it stands for. And, you know, how it was used in the documentary, like, I feel like it does give you hope in that time and what she's singing. And it's like a really good scene where she's talking about the song and writing it. Yeah. It's really well shot in the documentary. And I think that's like really beautiful. But like, it just isn't a favorite song of mine. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's really repetitive, but like not in a way like an out of the woods. Like it's a repetitive and Mm -hmm. kind of just a repetitive way. Yeah. You know, it's catchy. I like the beat below it, but it's just, you know, it's not a very interesting song. Yeah. Um, I also find it, like, a little bit confusing, even though, like, I know it's trying to mobilize young people politically, you know, but, like, saying only the young can run, it, like, kind of just sounds like it's, like, mobilizing people to run for office specifically, you know? Like, I feel like run is the wrong word in terms of, like, don't give up hope, mm-hmm. like, keep, like, going. Mm-hmm. It just feels like not the right wording of what she is saying. Like, mm. I know what she's trying to say, mm-hmm. and she's saying it, but it also, like, feels a little weird to mm-hmm. me. And, you know, I I also think, like, young people running for office is, like, the only way change will, like, really actually happen, but I don't think that's, like, what she meant, like, run for office, you know? Right. So, like, I know it's taking the lyrics a little too literally, but she says it so many times. So many times, right? That so- you're like, what? Like, she's trying to say, like, get out and vote, you know, mobilize people to care, and, like, I think the song accomplishes it, but it's just, like, not her best lyrics. No, for sure. And, like, I also think she's saying some really important things in the song, but the, her- the lyrics just aren't hitting quite the same way as they do in, like, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they just aren't, like, quite getting, like, what I feel like is the message. Mm-hmm. So, like, even this lyric. So every day now, you brace for the sound you've heard only on TV. You go to class scared. Wondering where the best hiding spot would be. And the big bad man and his big bad clan, their hands are stained with red. Oh, how quickly they forget. Like, these are extremely pointed lyrics about, like, one of the most serious issues facing America today. Like, especially for young people. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm glad that, like, she is discussing this. But for some reason, the lyrics kind of feel juvenile Mm -hmm. to me. And I think it's because of the use of big bad man and big bad clan specifically. Like, I don't know. Something about that makes me cringe. Like, I just feel like big bad man isn't bad enough for the topic that she's discussing in that Mm -hmm. verse. It's not just like a big bad man. It's like pure evil to do nothing about innocent children dying in schools. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, you know, 
what she's saying is so important. So I feel bad like criticizing it in that way because it is really important. And I'm sure like so many people have those fears, of course. It's just like the lyric doesn't hit the importance of it Mm -hmm. in that same way. You know, so I just like hope it means we'll continue to get more political songs from her in the future, Mm -hmm. you know, and like she'll be able to say it in a way that doesn't feel so like obvious. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just like there's something about the song. It just doesn't like work Mm -hmm. for me. I agree. I I don't know what about it it is that maybe she was rushed. Maybe I, I don't know. Like, I wish it was like, I don't know how the lyric would work because it doesn't, it wouldn't flow the right, but it's like, only the young can like really bring about the change they seek. Like, mm-hmm. that's what she's trying to say. Yeah. And it, yeah. Just, uh, it just doesn't quite work in the song for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the title could still be Only the Young and there could have been a lot of other lyrics in the chorus that helped move towards only the young can can do change yeah it doesn't have to just be the same chorus lyric Mm -hmm. over and over yeah Yeah. Devin, Mm. do you relate to only the young well i really don't like to talk about politics i guys i just rolled my eyes at (laughs) Devin. (laughs) i i don't know i i like i like never do and i i know how i feel about things i know how the people in my you know close circle feel about things the people that i love my family like i know how they feel about things and it gets to be a lot Mm -hmm. i just know that like you need to do your research Mm -hmm. you don't take things at face value Mm -hmm. and don't use instagram and tiktok as your beacons of truth yeah that's fair and i that once you are able to vote do so and change starts on the ground level. And if you want change, it has to start small. And it has to start somewhere. And change doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And it's important to be patient, but be persistent. Yes. And I think that that's a really big problem with the United States right now. Is that a lot of things going on in this country... They happen, it's like a wildfire, and then it just burns out in a week. Yeah. And people forget, and people move on. Yeah, and people get apathetic, yeah. And... And then nothing changes. And then nothing changes. Yeah. And so persistence is is key. I mean, we're, we're now a culture of short-term memory, and with social media and instant gratification. Well, and there's just so much happening all the time, and just also so much tragedy Mm -hmm. that it's a lot to consume Mm -hmm. all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Gab, do you relate to this song? I can definitely relate to feeling devastated from the news of an election, um, many at this point, Um, and I definitely relate to that lyric. I think this is actually probably one of the stronger lyrics in the song. You're screaming inside and frozen in time. You did all that you could do. And just like that, that frozen feeling when you're like, think like something that would never happen did. Um, There's been a lot of those type of situations in recent years. You know, I also just like the whole you did what all that you could do i often feel like there's always more that i could do when it comes to like activism and spreading awareness like i never feel like i've done enough um but i know there's a lot of people out there who like that's like what they do Mm -hmm. and like that's like awesome but like 
and that feeling of like frozen in time when you did do all you could do, you know, mm. like just being devastated. And the same vein of how we're proud of Taylor for speaking out because she has a platform. Technically, this podcast is a platform on mm-hmm. a much smaller scale than Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are, I am going to talk some politics. So, with that all being said, you know, I just wanted to take a moment and remind all our U.S. listeners that there is a midterm election coming up this November. So please go to vote.org to confirm that your voter registration is up to date. If you are not registered to vote, the deadlines are usually around like the second week of October. So if you're not registered, please, please register and go to vote.org to see how and where. And like you can learn about all the candidates on your ballot by going to ballotpedia.com. That's B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A.com. Put in like your zip code or your address or whatever, and they say who's on your ballot. They show you that. Mm. And like, I just want to stress how important it is to vote in these midterm elections, because like, these are the people who are making and voting on the laws that are affecting all of us directly. So in a lot of ways, like midterm elections where you're voting for um, you know, governors, state state assemblies, state legislator, senators, congress people, like these are the elections that even like mayors in your town, uh, assembly people, these are the elections that like they make these decisions that pass down that affect you. And we've learned mm-hmm. so much recently um, how important different laws in different states are, mm-hmm. which we never no, always like we're taught growing up, but like what state you live in really matters mm-hmm. in terms of what rights you have. Mm-hmm. So like as much as you can, like I know that the news is like rough and like there's a lot of like just horrible stuff, but like read about things, learn who's on your ballot to be able to go out and vote and just edu- like find the one topic that you feel really passionate about and educate yourself on that politically and see like what you can do in your area if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. and like voting like i would say these are midterm elections are even more important than presidential elections even though it doesn't always seem that way with the way the news covers it like these are really like important things and these can lead to change yeah yeah, and I know there's a lot of states with governor races right now. That's huge. If we saw during COVID, each governor responded differently. Mm-hmm. Please do your research, you know, read articles, you know, don't just take different things you see on TikTok. Go to like websites like Snopes to check if things are factual or not. Um, try and make yourself aware. Um, and to our international listeners, I'm sorry, I don't know a ton about your local politics, but I'm sure that you have equivalents to these things. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that equivalent is in your country, go out, do the research, and, like, vote in these smaller elections, because they really make a difference. Well, now it's time for the segment of... Gossip. Taylor first aired her political views in the 2018 midterm elections when she declared her support for two Tennessee Democratic candidates, Phil Bredesen and Jim Cooper, in an Instagram post. I think we talked about this during the Miss Americana episode, Mm -hmm. but so I'm going to read the post. She wrote, I'm writing this post about the upcoming midterm elections on November 6th in which I'll be voting in the state of Tennessee. In the past, I've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions, but due to several events in my life and in the world in the past two years, I feel very differently about that now. I have always and always will cast my vote based on which candidate will protect and fight for the human rights I believe we all deserve in this country. 
I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights and that any form of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender is wrong. I believe that the systemic racism we see in this country towards people of color is terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. I cannot vote for someone who not will not be willing to fight for the dignity of all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. Running for Senate in the state of Tennessee is a woman named Marsha Blackburn. As much as I have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office, I cannot support Marsha Blackburn. Her voting record in Congress appalls and terrifies me. She voted against equal pay for women. She voted against the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, which attempts to protect women from domestic violence, stalking, and date rape. She believes businesses have a right to refuse service to gay couples. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. These are not my Tennessee values. I will be voting for Phil Bredesen for Senate and Jim Cooper for House of Representatives. Please, please educate yourself on the candidates running in your state and vote based on who most closely represents your values. For a lot of us, we may never find a candidate or party with whom we agree 100% on every issue, but we have to vote anyway. So many intelligent, thoughtful, self-possessed people have turned 18 in the past two years and now have the right and privilege to make their vote count. But first, you need to register, which is quick and easy to do. October 9th is the last day to register to vote in the state of Tennessee. Go to vote.org and you can find all the info. Happy voting. In the 24 hours following Taylor's post, nearly 200,000 people registered to vote, many between the ages of 18 and 29. Yeah. Which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So Taylor originally wrote Only the Young following her disappointment at these 2018 midterm elections when the two Democratic candidates that she publicly endorsed in her home state of Tennessee both lost. In a cover story with Variety, Taylor explained she'd written the song after seeing all the young people who had canvassed hard see their hopes dashed. She said, I found that to be particularly tragic because young people are the people who feel the worst effects of gun violence and student loans and trying to figure out how to start their lives and how to pay their bills and climate change and are we going to war, all these horrific situations that we find ourselves facing right now. Mm-hmm. The Miss Americana documentary shows Taylor demoing this track. The viewers see her explain to co-writer Joel Little that the message she wants to send to the millions of young Americans who become old enough to vote before the next election is don't lose hope. Mm -hmm. She says, the first verse I want to be all about hearing the news. You know, if you were like a kid who loved Beto and thought that this was the future of Texas, or you really thought that Stacey Abrams was going to win and you went door to door trying to make it happen, and then she still gets beat, and it just didn't happen. But it's like, statistically, we have three to four million people turning 18 in the next two years before the next one. So it's basically saying, don't lose hope. She also said, it's basically saying, resist. If you can shift the power in your direction by being old enough then it won't be like this forever you can break away from this you can run from fascism oh so i guess that's where the run comes from you can run from yeah fascism okay. yeah um i didn't remember picking up on that in yeah. the first time i watched the video but re-watching it for this and typing out the quote yeah that's yeah so i guess you're running that way but i do love that idea of saying like if young people, you know, we've already seen with a lot of young people, they're much more progressive in, like, terms of, like, sexual orientation and gender and, like, just all sorts of different ideas where they're a little bit more open-minded, depending on, obviously, like, where you live, mm-hmm. people's ideas. But, like, just by sheer fact of being young people and becoming old enough to vote, change can happen. Yes. And that's, like, a lot of people, three to four million. And she said that in the last two years. This was in twenty. 20- 20 speaking about 2018 it's been four years since then yep so that's like six to eight million so to you know the couple of thousand 
of that number that listen to this podcast, like, you do register because it's a lot of young people. And if young people vote, things will start to change towards what young people want to see in this country. And that's, you know, not always the case in government and politics. It can feel really distant and like a bunch of old white men making the laws for all of us. But, like, if we can get people out there and really vote, and I think it's so interesting doing this now because both Beto and Stacey Abrams, who Taylor uh, mentioned in that quote, are both up for election right now in Georgia and Texas. Yep. So, you know, if you were disappointed by what happened last time, you know, they're running these amazing campaigns right now. So, like, get out and support them. You can do phone banking, texting. There's just a lot of different ways to help out. It is it is hopeful when you think about the sheer amount of young people turning 18 every year. Yeah, because the number of people that are over 18 stays the same. And actually lessens because, you know, the people die off yeah. <laughs> as well, old people. Yeah. So it's like the, you know, the percentage of younger people is going to be becoming more as time goes on. Exactly. You know? You know, if you care about climate change, if you care about, you know, the environment, like, which I think some younger people care more about than some older people, you know, not as a blanket rule. Yeah. But like, get involved. Yep. Yeah, like find those those issues that are most important to you and like vote in a way that supports that. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to Only the Young, Taylor had started sharing her political views more openly on the Lover album, touching on gay rights in You Need to Calm Down, patriarchy in The Man, and political disillusionment in Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Mm-hmm. And Joel Little co-wrote all of these songs with Taylor, ah. in addition to Only the Young. The kids' choir in the, like, echoes Mm -hmm. in Only the Young comprises of just two people, Joel Little's daughters, Mm -hmm. Leah and Emmy, who were singing harmonies with themselves, Mm -hmm. and Little told Variety, I had to do it in a way where they weren't allowed to know that they were singing on a Taylor Swift song, obviously because there's a lot of secrecy involved with all of this stuff. (laughs) That's so cute and so cool for them. That's super cute. And it's really interesting that, like, this must be, like, a interest of Joel Little's, like, pop songs with, like... A political mm-hmm. lean because he's he wrote a lot of those with Taylor. Yeah. So I think that's pretty interesting. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, Devin, mm-hmm. what's your favorite line in Only the Young? They aren't going to change this. We got to do it ourselves. Yeah. I think that that should be like the keystone of, of this song. Mm-hmm. Like, change isn't going to happen unless you make it happen. Yeah. I like that. Because the people in power right now, they're not going to do much unless we make them do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or unless or they feel or... pressure them. Yeah. yeah. Or if they see like, oh, like they lose their job like a, of, as a mm-hmm. senator or congressperson. That's yep. how you show. Yeah. That's how you show. Totally. What is your favorite line? Well, so mine's like from that same part. I think that's like one of the best parts of the song. I think it's the bridge. But yours is like way more hopeful than mine. Mine's the <laughs> one that comes before. They aren't going to help us. They're too busy helping themselves. Yeah. So mine's the not hopeful one that yeah. then leads into your hopeful one. Ish. Ish. But like, you know, there's a lot of greed and corruption in politics and oh, a yeah. lot of self-serving. You know, that's what kind of like what this line says to me. But I like yours where it's like, okay, then like we got to make this change ourselves. And I like that. It's hopeful. Yeah. And that we always need a little bit of hopeful every once in a while. You oh, know? yeah. It, it's necessary. Yeah. You know, when Pandora opened that box, 
Hope was the last thing to come out of there, and hope is what keeps us going. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, I don't really know the Pandora myth that much. Yeah. She gets this box. I forget who she gets the box from, but it's a box that somebody says, don't open this box. Mm. And she's like, hmm, I'm going to open this box. And then she (laughs) opens up the box and like all of the evil emotions of the world come out. Vanity and like hatred and pain. Wow. And and before that, it was, there was none of that. Mm -hmm. And so this box gets open and it's got all these horrible sadness, disease, just like everything. And then the last thing to come out though is hope. Hmm. And because that is what everybody holds on to, and what you need to what combat, you need to those combat that. Yeah, it's very uh, Star Wars Resistance kind of yeah. idea. Yeah, we so... are the spark that lights the fire of the Resistance, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the quote is. I like it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that Greek Greek myth goes back a bajillion years. Yeah, and probably is one of the things that Star Wars was based on. Actually, yeah, for sure. Those archetypes. Yeah, yeah. So hope, it's it's an important, very important emotion, and it's important to hold on to that. Yeah. Because there's always hope. Yeah. I like that. Devin? Mm-hmm. From 1 to 10, refs that got tricked. Hmm. It was really hard. There weren't a lot of nouns. Yeah, not a lot of nouns in, in this, this one. one. Yeah. So 1 to 10, refs that got tricked. That's from the beginning. What do you give only the young? I think I'm going to give only the young three refs who got tricked Mm. refs that got tricked Mm -hmm. refs that got tricked (laughs) i might be who so the lyric is the ref got tricked so i'm the one who put oh that so refs who got tricked yeah refs who got tricked yeah right okay well anyway i am very proud of taylor for making this song and hopefully we get more along the way but it just, it doesn't hit for me, and it falls flat, and I don't listen to this at, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so three for me. Yeah. Gab, from one to ten refs that got tricked, what do you give this song? I'm gonna give this song four refs who got tricked. Mm-hmm. Basically for all the same reasons you said. I'm very proud of Taylor. I want her to keep trying this out and writing songs like this, this song is just not one of my favorites. You know, I want her to keep at it because I do actually really like political songs. It's just this isn't, it's just not a favorite of mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Did we take the lyrics too literally again? (laughs) Is this one of your favorite songs? Please, please let us know. Also, you can let us know that you checked your voter registration and you're ready to vote in November. We would love that. Yeah. Remember, vote.org and Ballotpedia. Yeah. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. And thank you, as always, to our patrons. You are the absolute best. And thank you to our newest patron, Eric L. Thank you, Eric. Well, our next episode, we'll be covering our song from Taylor Swift. Yay! Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.